Can I say we'll give it up? Jake Ryder. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Chartrain. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Nice to be in your lovely home. We well, you're welcome anytime. Uh, I'll give you the key. <laughs> um so I did a little research on you today, and there's not much on the Facebook. Yeah. I had thought I had some quotes or something, like a Ram Das quote or something on my about. There was there was something that you were following, it was like Super strange. Anyway, <laughs> it was like, I don't know. I'll find it. I'll find it, and then we'll we'll bring it up later. Um, Jake Ryder, from here. Yeah, uh, Tempe. Tempe area. Born and raised. Born and raised. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to say that. You're supposed to say born and raised. Because it's one thing to be born. Yeah. It's one thing it's to be raised. Entirely other thing. And you were born and raised in Tempe. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back in the Wayback Machine. Cool. Strap in. Strap in, buckle up. We're going on a time. Um, Early musical memories. Music that informed you or inspired you at an early age. And uh, this is part two, subsection 7.9 of this question. Hang on, let me write that down. Yeah, write it down. Um, I want to know about the family dynamic. Who was bringing music in? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you know, your mom or your dad or your brothers, or your sisters, older, younger, because all that plays a role, I feel, in your musicality. Yep. All right. Hit me. Yeah. Well, my dad was a, is a musician. Come on. Um, so he's... He, Papa Grider? Papa Grider. Aww. Yeah. Daddy, old daddy G, <laughs> as I like to call him. Uh, he had, he was a very good guitar player. Um a lot of Beatles. You know? Okay, good. Um, Standard. I mean, that's yeah. like the American songbook. Yeah. He would kind of look like John Lennon, too, a little bit. I kind of thought maybe he was like reincarnated John Lennon. Okay. Um, kind of a dick, too, like John. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Lots of... And <laughs> hey, we're going to pause. <laughs> pause for advertising. Are we allowed to swear? <laughs> yes. Okay. Shit. Sorry. Balls. Awesome. Butthole. Whatever you want to say. Wiener, However you need to say it. Wiener balls. Wiener balls. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, dad uh, was a musician. My mom was super into music. Dated a drummer after dad uh, left. Uh, thought drums were super cool. She was really into, like, Phil Collins and Bonnie Raitt. And uh, so I kind of didn't. I kind of avoided all of that stuff. But now I like. I really like that stuff. But... Was it a thing where it's like you didn't want to like the music from your folks? Yeah, like physically hurt to listen to it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Was it because it was like all over the radio all the time? No, I think I think it was being uh, trapped in the in the back of a Monte Carlo with the oh. windows up, with her chain smoking, <laughs> l- crying, listening to uh, you know Phil Collins songs after breakups yeah yeah so i just yeah i I got you i tried to i tried to to avoid that stuff uh interesting but but i really liked irish music because i was in irish bars a lot you know uh, as a child well teenage years teenage years more so playing music or just um not that was later but watching them play oh watching watching yeah watching your pops play yeah 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 and uh so he was kind of playing the irish traditional yeah. stuff or or pop music well he was in a, he was in a couple different kind of things he was like a bluegrass guy um flat picking no kind of doc watson kind of stuff sure do you have a favorite doc watson tune oh man what is it the uh 
Black Mountain Rag or whatever the one that everybody plays. Blue Mountain Sing Along. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody fact check one this that one. Goes, <laughs> it's the one that goes riddly diddly 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 doodly, you know. That's a lyric? No, that's oh, the, the that's guitar the, part. I got you. Yeah. Riddly diddly diddly doodly. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's mostly the doing that. It's it, basically think of like what um, Billy Strings is doing. Okay. But better. Okay. Yeah. That's not my dad. My dad wasn't at that level, but the guy he, he was listening to. <laughs> yeah. <I see. laughs> the tune called Deep River Blues or Big River Blues sometimes. As a kid, as a kid, your senior pops play music in Irish bars. Mm-hmm. At that point, were you like, "That's kind of what I want to do," or like, "Yeah, I was." I was when I was a kid. I was more into like Power ninety two. So like, you know, like that's a reference to a local radio station. Radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was into like Boys to Men, and uh, you know, Snoop Dogg and Coolio, and. It, but, yeah, and that that stuff. So, what are we talking? Like, what years are we talking now? E- early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah. So there was all. I always had a guitar around, but I didn't like playing it because mm-hmm. it's the worst instrument ever to learn because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make much sense. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was you know kind of into. I was like a hip hop kid. Um, are you? May I ask how old you are? Forty one. 41. Yeah. The ripe old age. I know, it sucks. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it. No, it's sad. We don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) There's really no redeeming qualities. There's none. It's getting older. Diminishing returns. Really just sucks the air out of the room. Everything is getting worse. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I have to accept that. But hold on. All right. So you're like a. In the early 90s, then you're early teens like you're 10 11 12 13 right i mean i'm trying to do math no, in my mind i would be i would be like uh 10 yeah 10 yeah yeah okay yeah something like that all right okay and and i remember you know did you watch mtv as a kid was that a big thing for you we couldn't afford cable brian oh i'm so sorry <laughs> I wish I had known you. I would have invited you to Massachusetts. <laughs> the best was when we would house sit for people, and I got to watch cable. That was dope. Wait, you? I, I don't understand. You house sat. My mom would house sit for her friend, who had like a house. Oh. We were trailer folk, Brian. No kidding. Yeah, we were uh, Rancho Tempe represent. I Let's was in go. a little gang called the Little G Mafia. We never did any crimes, but I did have to get jumped in. Wait, what does that mean? Get jumped in? You never heard about being jumped into a gang? I know. That's how you get in the gang, see. All right, so what, you have to like uh, I had to spray paint a, a, your your balls or something? No, you, they, they f- you have to fight like three dudes. Well, they're, they're children. You're all children, yes, so no kid, one's really you're, hurting each other. Right. But I was like, 
you know, I wanted to be in the little G mafia, you know, I was like, you know, 10 years old or whatever. Yeah. That's what they were doing. That's what I wanted to do. We're, I'm, this, I'm on a tangent now. I have so many questions. <laughs> We're just getting started. Anyway, so I was doing kung fu. and uh, Did you know? My friend told me that gangsters don't do kung fu. And they I don't. No. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let me just. Can I just describe what's in my mind? Is a 10-year-old Jake Ryder pretending he knows kung fu to quote unquote jump into the little g money gang mafia sorry little g mafia and he doesn't know a li- he's watched he has watched steven seagal in one movie yeah. or chuck norris ninja turtles ninja turtles so he's like a huge fan of ninja turtles and he's going to karate chop his way into the yeah. hearts cuz i'm like wouldn't a gangster just fight however he knows how to fight yeah. like, why he's like no they like stomp on people and stuff I'm already. I'm terrified for you as a ten-year-old trying to do this. Did Did you have siblings that were like, Jake? Don't do this. No, only child. Only child. Only child. Yeah. The moral of the story is. What is the moral? Is that when we would house sit for people who lived in houses? Oh, that's right. Let's go back. Then I got to watch cable, <laughs> and I really liked MTV. MTV was a yes. thing. All right. So you. So you then grew up with like that early Snoop and Dre. Those videos oh, yeah. like. Uh, doggy style that whole yeah, record doggy and, style is my shit i mean all right so that obviously or i'm assuming that was the music where it was like this isn't your parents music anymore mm-hmm. this is not me as a kid listening to my pops in an irish pub and this isn't uh mom crying to phil collins in the right. el dorado or whatever yeah. el camino monte carlo monte carlo uh this is my music yeah, I mean it and wasn't, a, but and I I'm thought a little, it was. <laughs> and I'm a little thug kid. I just kung fu'd my way into this crew, and now yeah, this is my shit. Here I am, dude. I'm ready to go. What's next? <laughs> That's where I, that that was my mentality. <laughs> well, what was next? Looking back, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. What's next was was what's first was drums. I think I I. Like our friend Sturges, uh-huh. I played drums first. Okay. Um, and, and you're you're mucking it up in Tempe. You're a kid. When do you get access to a drum kit? Um, yeah, it's a it's a long dark past, Brian Chartrand. Baby, but I got we kick- we only have time. We I have got- two microphones. <laughs> We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Because drums, great. drums. I haven't been to therapy in a long time, and this is really I know. helping. I'm here for you. I am totally here for you. But drums just don't appear. You have they to don't. seek them out, right? Nope. And and it's not necessarily an instrument. Let's say at, at your at your high school or your grade school that they're like, we have a full kid. Here it is, yeah. you know. So there, how did you? Why there are no drums in a trailer park? End of statement. Period. Let's move on. Yeah. No. Moving uh, on. So I get got uh, kicked out of the old house. House that we ended up. We did end up moving into a house. Um, it, when I was a teenager, got kicked out. Um. Ended up with these church people, these Baptists. They recruited me. Did you jump into the Baptists? Yeah, I'm realizing now that I just, my whole life is is being sucked in to (laughs) To other people's ideas and machinations and stuff. I would, yeah. So this guy had a drum set. This church cat. Yeah, everybody played music. And that's really when it kind of started, you know, Hmm. because it was like, you know, everybody, there's girls around. Oh. 
Church and girls. And I'm like, I can take these guys, you know, like if I like learn a couple riffs, like I they were I still know kung fu. I still know kung fu. <laughs> well, and was, I will karate chop a motherfucker to get this gig. Yeah, I'm going to karate chop him with my heart. There you and go. And my voice. Yes. And my fingers. Yeah. And uh, that was really the, the impetus was like, all right, these guys are doing it. You know, I'd had a guitar, so I knew like a couple of things um, and then just, you know, needed to stand out you know it yeah. really like i yeah. like to i like when people are like oh you know i just always had the music in me and you know it's all about the love and everything and i was like no i just needed to you know dominate these fools <laughs> <laughs> can we just pump the brakes for a second i feel like we glossed over a couple details that i'm dying to know okay. so all right you 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 kind of glazed over the fact that at some point you move out of the trailer and you connect with, uh, first of all, how do you connect with Baptist mm -hmm. people? Like, what what was that initial interaction? Yep. And was music ever involved initially? Or what were you just searching? Are you a searcher? I was a searcher. Mm. I am a searcher. Yeah. Um, you know, by that time, I had a big record collection, and I would hang out with the kids in the hallway, you know? And what's the age? Here? Yeah, now so we're in high school, Okay, right? now we're in high school. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, so you're, yeah. you're digging into vinyl. You're finding, I mean, beyond, I'm assuming beyond, like, Snoop and Dre in, in the hip-hop, you're finding other things that are inspiring to you. Right. I didn't, I didn't have vinyl, but I did have one of those giant CD binders. Yes, you know? let's talk about Case Logic right Yeah, now. so we would hang out in the hallway at lunchtime at school. And just, we'd have our little discmen, you know? Yeah. And we would, because we, you know, we didn't, we weren't cool. We were the kids that hung out in the hallway at, at, at lunch. What were other people doing? Eating lunch? I think they were going out with their friends who had cars. Oh, you could leave. You could, yeah. you could depart campus mm -hmm. and then just return. Yeah, we could not. Because you didn't have, we didn't have cars. cars. I see. This is all, every school is very different. Mm -hmm. And Did I you couldn't. Have cars at your, at your school? Well, you could drive to school. Yeah. But you couldn't necessarily just get in your car at lunchtime and go to Taco Bell. Right. It was that's a th that's a very different thing. I feel like that's yeah. a West Coast thing. Yeah, yeah, we could do that here. I went once, like on the first week of school, and it with was the, the guys, and it was it was all right. But we didn't become like friends enough for me to yeah. jump in at every lunchtime. You know, like all right, buddies, here we go. Hey, what's yeah. who's buying today? <laughs> Is it Chip? Where are we going? McDonald's? Yeah. No. Uh, all right, so so instead of leaving during lunch, there's young Jake, mm -hmm. and what are you, are you swapping mix CDs? What are you doing? Uh, you're listening on, everyone has their own disc, man, yep. and you're just uh, absorbing music. Yeah, so it was, I was kind of into metal, and, but also like, I think a lot of Dave Matthews and Radiohead. Okay, hold on. Portishead. Jake. What? I need you to. Pump the brakes a little bit because we just went from Snoop Dogg right. to what was the next one? Metal. Metal. And then to Dave Matthews. I'm sorry, you 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 need to walk me through this progression All because right. I'm not saying that you can only have one focus as a kid, mm -hmm. but those are pretty disparate things. Yes. So Here, all right. Here's so, what happened. Yes. Talk to me. All right. So. Uh, stepdad comes into the picture. I'm 13. Boom. Bam. He's got a nephew. His dad's a piece of shit. He <laughs> needs a place to live. So he moves down to Arizona from Rockford, Illinois. 
and he lives in our house and he, <laughs> he eats my food he, and he yeah. wears my shoes. Yeah. And he's older than me and he's got oh. tattoos. And like the first time I ever Kung saw Fu. him, oh, yeah. he was pushing the, my mom's car, backing it out of the driveway with his giant, you know, 17 year old like guy muscles. Okay. And I'm like 12, you know? Yeah. And so I really liked this guy, right? Yeah. He would stand up for me. Yeah. Uh, when there were bullies around and stuff. You that's know? my homie yeah, right there. Yeah, he, he, was, he was really cool, and he was into metal, right? Okay. So that's so how that's how you, Yeah. Because that jump, I'm sorry, from hip-hop to metal is... Well, he talked... You know what he did? You know what he did? And, I, and he knows this story, and I've told it to him before, but it was a big turning point. I was playing with Legos one night, and his, he was over with his buddy, and they were going to go to the mall, you know, to you know, look at girls as you do as you, you walk do. around you go you maybe mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i was 12 and uh playing with my legos and i was listening to shack diesel by shaquille o'neal which was the first oh cd my. i ever bought whoa i like that my, one of my questions i love asking yeah. is what was your first cd yeah what was yours uh bell uh bell bib devote oh hell yeah dude poison yeah yeah dude on repeat yo unstoppable record do you remember your first tape Ooh, that's tough. Um, I think it's actually tough for me to answer to because I had brothers who had tapes, mm -hmm. so I don't know what I bought or what I just stole. Yeah, I. Oh, I do remember those yellow Sony Walkman, and I yes. do remember having um, to the extreme, uh, <laughs> like a lot. I would listen to that all the time by Vanilla Ice and uh, MC Hammer. Which yes. My first concert I ever went to was MC Hammer. No, we're covering a lot of ground here, Jake. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that says a lot. Where, at, at Celebrity? No, no, no. Must have been bigger. Tacoma, at the shed? Tacoma, Washington. So you moved around a touch. Well, I would visit my dad in the summer. I got you. <sighs> okay. <sighs> so, okay, back to the story. Yeah, where are we? So they're Sorry. Going, they're going out to the mall. They're going to the mall. You know. And I'm, They're going and I'm, to Spencer's. They want to get a lava lamp, and they want to... Okay. Yes. And so I was listening to Shaq Diesel, and he's like, dude, <laughs> you need to knock it off. <laughs> and he put on track four, Zeppelin four. Wow. And he's like, listen to this shit, and it's Stairway to Heaven. And I'm like, holy fuck. And I was just old enough yeah. where like all that testosterone was like percolating, you know, of was course. Like ready to come out. Oh yeah. And then Robert Plant starts screaming at me. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, here, here we go. Well, here, here we, we are. go. And I listened to it probably ten times, like in a row. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I took my stepdad's Zeppelin four C D. It was mine now. Yeah. Um Thank you very much. Yeah. And so that was when it kinda opened up. Shifted a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh Stairway to Heaven believe it or not, was the, always the, without f fucking fail, it was the last song of every high school dance. Really? But just think about this for a minute. This is the culmination of hours of trying to dance with girls, mm -hmm. right? And there's, this is, the, this is the early 90s, and so there's a lot of MC Hammer, a lot of us were wearing those pants, hammer pants. Yeah, I had several. A lot of us were pegging the the, the bases of those to get it even tighter. Mm -hmm. you, you Mine had me? elastic on them. Oh, see, that's smarter. Yeah. Anyway. The last song, Without Fail. And if you, you know, basically in, in an adolescent mind, if you hadn't found a girl 
to dance with on that song, basically your night is a failure. Yeah. You were gunning. Yeah. You were prepping. For Stairway. You were angling. You were making the moves, mm-hmm. removing the moves. Yeah. You got to isolate putting it target. On, thinking about it, strategizing mm-hmm. to dance with someone for Stairway to Anyone. Have. Well, I mean, for not me. your homies. Here's the thing. You couldn't like get a group of homies together and dance at the end to stay with. And by the way, I'm talking yeah. about dancing. Like yeah. we're, we're dancing. We're kids, you know. You mean slow dancing with a girl. Yes. That was the goal. To stairway to heaven. And if you didn't, you just sat and you and you looked on mm-hmm. in admiration. But you can imagine. It's a, whatever, seven-minute tune. I don't know. And it starts very slow. And this is when you're like, you get very close. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah, there's uh, a- T- Tiffany, I really enjoyed your thing in, in uh, Latin the other day. and But then by the end, you're getting into it. Oh, yeah. There's you know what I mean? Climax. Yeah. yeah. I think this is a good time to take a break. <laughs> and once we return, we, we're going to discuss... So many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about your original music, what you're doing now. Uh, uh, so many things. Yeah. We'll invent new things. We're going to talk about things that we never thought we would talk about before. Just a short break, and then we'll be back. Excellent. I want to tell you about a podcast. It's called The Age Old Question. A podcast for music fans. Have you ever found yourself in a conversation with a friend about one of music's unanswerable questions? What's the greatest decade in music? What's the best use of a song in a movie? Who's the greatest singer of all time? Join me, Rich Price, and my co-host, Clint Bierman, as we have fun answering another age-old question. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, y'all? My name is Tanner Sigfort, owner of Groove Booking, and I have a podcast called Great Exposure. First of all, thanks for listening to So the Story Goes. Brian is a great guy, a friend, and this is a fantastic and very well done podcast. The title of my podcast, Great Exposure, is a play on the term us musicians have always heard when being lowballed for a gig, followed by, but this gig is great exposure. I am a professional musician and booking agent, and through the years I've met so many amazing entertainers. I created this podcast to have open format conversations with the artists and DJs I have the pleasure of working with. Being that my guests are always artists of some sort, we typically talk about music and the industry. However, sometimes we get on long, drawn-out conversations about very random topics, and that's where I really get to see their personalities shine and I get to know them on a deeper level than just their music careers. And that is my favorite part of the show. I appreciate Brian featuring this ad on his podcast, and I really hope you enjoy Great Exposure. Available on Spreaker, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Now, back to So the Story Goes. Was grunge ever a thing for you then? Yeah. Because I feel like grunge would meet in the middle of some of those... I became an enormous Smashing Pumpkins fan. My man. Yeah, like enormous. Siamese Dreams? Yeah, Siamese Dream and and all of it. All of it up to Machina. Yes. Yeah, basically every single album that he did... That's where I lost them. ...with the band. I loved Machina, but Machina too. Machina's probably my favorite Pumpkins record. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But it's it just... You know what... it sounds really good. It's not mixed great, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But in the right environment, mm. you know I'm not dead. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I, 
I love that record. I uh, Siamese Dream. Uh, I mean, it's one of those memories for me where I remember going to the record store, getting it. I think I was with my buddy Jamie, and he had a car, and I think he had the Discman on top of the dash because they didn't have it where you, it was just in the car or whatever. And if I'm not mistaken, we went to Strawberry Records, and we got the we got it. And we put it in. I don't think we left. I think we sat in the parking lot and just devoured it, right? They're like the most underrated band, dude. Siamese Dream is insanely good. It's so good. And even, you know, when you look back at the at that first single, um, so good. Mm-hmm. No one, and then that, that whole record, like, Hummer is one of my favorite songs. It's amazing, dude. That whole and and the use of like, you know, um, they were reversing things. Like it had a touch of it had a touch of industrial music, you know. And when you think back, like we're kids, they're kids, yeah. And they're based, they're out of Chicago, but they have this, they have this approach. They have these sounds, and and man, that like the it, triple guitars and the and those harmonized guitar lines. It was like. Almond Brothers, it, but it, it clearly not, and Industrial, like Nine Inch Nails, but clearly not. Yeah. And then you had, you know, Billy Corrigan, the the vocalist, and I, I didn't, I don't love. It wasn't a voice that I was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. he's speaking I to me. I loved it. I loved really. It. He sounded like a like a jungle cat. Yeah, like, a feral. Me. Yeah, like a f- dude. Yeah. Like I yes. was, like, and but he was like, and when he would do his like softer falsetto, it was beautiful to me i mean like i i look at his voice the way that i think of like bob dylan's voice which is like he was they're both doing it with conviction and i mm-hmm. and their phrasing was always good mm. so even if the voice isn't technically good mm. it, it was appropriate but 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 are we talking about tone right because tone should be a, a part of this discussion yeah phrasing awesome lyrics you know th- there are all these other things around the main thing, which mm-hmm. is tone, mm-hmm. right? I can th- I can name you, you know, two, three, four singers that where I loved the tone of mm-hmm. that voice. Billy did not have that for me, mm-hmm. but that record, everything, yeah. James Eha, Darcy, Chamberlain on the drums, the whole thing oh, yeah. felt like, uh, and you know, you're talking about, you know, the, this moment where hormones are, are yeah. bubbling, oh, like, yeah. come on, bro. Oh yeah, dude, it was. Beautiful, beautiful music because they would go hard and then they would, you know, they would drop it down. Yeah. And and Jimmy would come in on a yeah. ride cymbal. Yeah. And doing just little tiny little ghost fills all over it, the place. Yeah, it and really like just it, the and Billy is just a genius yeah. guitar player too. So it's just super so much going awesome on. riffs. Yeah. And heavy. Yeah. And I was just coming light. out of metal. So yeah. it was like I was like coming off my metal shit because right. like right around two thousand. To me, all the metal got kind of shitty, and I know the the real metal heads can picked up the thread, but I lost the thread, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And then I started getting back into like '90s grunge, you know. When uh-huh. I was I was still listening to to Snoop Dogg and 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 Boys to Men and shit, you know. <laughs> so I had to get I had to go back and find all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Pumpkins, man, they're they're they were amazing. So all right, so what happens after high school? Are you are you playing in organized bands? 
like through school? Are you doing rock bands? Like what are you like what are you doing to further this thing? Drums, yeah, guitars are lying around the house, so you're getting a piece of that. Like what describe that? Yeah. Um was you know, not at home. I didn't really have like a home. At that point I was living at this church guy's in this church guy's closet essentially that he had converted into like a guest he had like some some dude it's my weird my life is weird he had this bunk bed situation and he was like a he was like a high school church leader they call them hmm. you know hmm. as his dude hmm. anyway hmm. so he was out of the goodness of his actual heart uh let me stay with him and there was a drum set in the Arizona room that I got to play a lot and hmm. people would come through you know it was like the hang hmm. for all the church guys because the dude had like eight computers and we would they'd play land games and i would play you know the sims anyway oh, um, i love the Sims. yeah dude this guy had like every game and like like we would build websites you know like just nerdy HTML. nerdy shit yeah i love so that, that was kind of that era you know where we were figuring out how to build your own website and like napster was kind of yeah. there so we were you know download he had like he was the only Ripping. guy that had a cd ripper you know uh -huh. so we were doing that um and uh you know it was just a, it was a good place to hang out and all the guys there were into 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 you know the pumpkins and and good music you yeah know? um so yeah I, I got into some bass i got into some drums and um i played a little bit with the church uh, band you know um never guitar the guitar stuff came later probably my first time playing a show was i was 21 I played at this place called Undici Undici in Mesa. Mm -hmm. Romeo's Euro Cafe. They had like a proper stage and like a sound guy. And it was a really cool open mic that a lot of like, I would say some of my favorite Arizona musicians came through there. Really? Yeah. Uh, Talisha, she's in, uh, she's, she goes by Electrosad. Um, the guys from What Laura Says yeah. used to play there. No kidding. Yeah, it was cool, man. Matt Gilbert from uh, Poem. I don't know what he's doing now, but um he he would go through there and it was that was the first the first gig i ever got was was playing undici undici yeah yeah and what year is this man like 2002 so so you didn't do the college thing no 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 i almost have an associate's degree now but i have to take a math class and i'm not who gonna, needs I'm it i'm not gonna do that who needs it 41 years old come on man come on come on man. i'm not trying to add two times two Four? Six times nine. Man, man. See? Hang on. What's nine? What's, what's nine it? times three? Because then if I do that. 27. Then, could, then what's 27 plus 27? 54. 54. Right? Nailed it. I think we nailed it. I think we did. <laughs> I hated math. Dude, that's. Yeah, that was. Hated. That was my bugaboo. Yeah. You know, in all my schooling. My brain. I get physically angry at math. It's a Math problem. is a bitch. I know. And my wife is like a genius math person. Perfect. Perfect yeah. combination. And you're she, like, cool. You do all the math stuff. Yeah. Just I'll do all the other all stuff. all the money, and I'll just go out and scream at people at nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a, it's, like the right thing. Yeah. That's good. Congratulations, by the way. Holy matrimony. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. So after... All right. So all right. So you're, you're mucking it up. You're, you're doing undici, undici... This is early 2000s. Yeah. By the way, I didn't even ask you, but I'm always curious as someone who arrived in 2003. Yeah. And understanding the heyday 
mm-hmm. of Mill Avenue. Mm-hmm. Did you take I part in that? I you missed, missed all it. of it. Yeah, I missed all of it. You were just too young. Yeah, I was too young, man. I was yeah. too young, and I was just doing other stupid shit. You know. You were in the G unit. Yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yes, the dog pound. The. T- that's you jumped right. into the G unit. That's right. Next thing you know, Fifty Cent is like, Let's dude, go I could have been, a, I could have been a rapper, dude. I really. Do you think about that? Yeah, man. I think about a lot of things, Brian Chartrand. <laughs> Do you have like a freestyle ready to go? No, no, no. Okay. I just I could cue up old Snoop Dogg lyrics, but that's about it. Is there is there one rap that you know, kind of like in and out, like without fail? If someone it, it, like if someone is doing the groove to this or that song, you can like step up and just do the whole rap, like an Eminem tune or a Dre tune or a. I used to know more of them. I could still rip through Lottie Dottie, probably. Who likes to party? Yeah, we don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some men who's on the mic. And when we rock upon the mic, we rock the mic right for all my dogs, keeping y'all in health, just to see you smile and enjoy yourself. Anyway. Who was that? So that was... Is that Onyx? No. No, so that was a Snoop cover of a Slick Rick song. Yes, that's what it was. I cover that every now and then if I'm in the right setting. I'll just play some random jazz chords and just do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I do the same thing. I do the same thing, but with Humpty Dance. Yes, nice. I mean... Got to. And I got got about 75% of it locked down. That's all you need. And then there's like a there's like a fraction at the end. I just kind of like drift off, and then we go back to whatever it is we were doing before, because it has absolutely nothing to do with what I do. Yeah, but it is just one of those like moments where it's like, do you remember? I mean, is this guy playing Humpty Dance? <laughs> I think he is. Do you want to dance? Yes. Yeah, Stuart, will you dance with me? <laughs> do you remember this song? This was our eighth grade cotillion song. This is where you. Okay, watch it, pal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going. You were with that. going somewhere <laughs> down a road that we don't need to go. Okay, so all right, so early 2000s, you're getting out there, you're mucking it up, and do you start writing your own stuff? Like, yeah. do you like you obviously find your way to the guitar, mm-hmm. but what was the process with the drums and and how do you build a career yeah. out of this thing that you just love mm-hmm. and hate maybe, but it's there, and you're doing it. Very slowly. Yeah. Um, but it was a love and a need thing. It was like I had to... Make some bread. No, play. I had to play music. Oh, I got you. I had to. I had a bunch of shit. Yeah, no, I just wasn't good at anything else. Like, I couldn't keep jobs, you know. I what just, was your most terrible job? Oh, God. This guy, this guy that was friends with uh, the church guy... Because he needed a small guy to fly out to 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 Maryland. Was it Maryland to to a to Fort Myers Army base? He was installing speakers. He was doing their redoing their whole sound system. Um, so he had me crawling up in the in the whatever above the, like the ceiling tiles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like hooking up all these speakers in um, Florida at Maryland Fort Myers. Fort Myers, I think, is is, is in Fort Maryland. Fort Myers close is close to D.C. Okay, I th- I'm pretty sure. 
Okay. Might have been Virginia, but I think maybe Maryland. So, so you're, that flying, was tough. you're flying out to Virginia mm-hmm. to crawl up into the air ducts mm-hmm. to attach speakers. Yeah, and I was like, you know, rage against the machine, and I'm like, what am I doing on an army base? Oh, and uh, there was like a, yeah, like a, like a, like a. It's not my job. Isn't massaging this my isn't heart. Me. This isn't me, bro. Although I am providing tasty tunes. <laughs> To many folks that may end up softening their hearts. So if you look at it that way, but I remember, I remember, I ho- I got everything hooked up and we were testing the sound system, and I put on the Fugees, ah. uh, and it was that song where Lauren Hill is like, uh, whatever, Luke uh, uh, Gingrich sucks dick, and it would play Newt, through the Newt, Newt, not Luke, Luke Gingrich. Luke, Luke was his cousin. Yeah, yeah, Newt, Newt Gingrich. Newt is a terrible name. For it is a, a person. <laughs> So I put on the Fuji's and the guy, there was this guy that was kind of like, you know, keeping his eye on things. He ran up to me. He's like, dude, I'm going to get fired if you don't turn this off. Because, you know, anyway, hip hop army, hip hop army. Right political wing. reference. Yes, that's a that's a deep. Political you guys could connect the dots yeah. at home. We don't have to spell it out for you. Them do all the this. math. Yeah, two two times nine, eighteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always knew that one. Yeah, that was an easy. I one. had that one. Memorized. Any two, like two, like two times, I'm good. Yeah, typically, usually, like one through five, seven, forget seven, yeah. eight through twelve, like I'm cool. Yep. Um. All right. So terrible job. We covered that. Um, Tempe, you missed it. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, me, what's next? Yeah. All right. What the, What are we talking about here? So, well, let's right. talk about everything. Let's just have a convo, right. Jake. So, Ryder, if that is your real name, could be Irish, could be German. No one knows. Might it could be, be Dutch. Dutch. Might be Dutch. Might also, be Dutch. never mind. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what was I doing? Playing shows. Um, wrote some songs. I don't know. Ended up in, uh, dude, I don't know. I left the church people. I decided God, I didn't like, I didn't think God was real <laughs> at some point. <laughs> God, maybe he didn't have my back. Yeah. Maybe he did. I got married. 9-11 happened. Jesus. Got, got a divorce. Moved to New York. Holy shit. Was well, it, again, pump the brakes, homie. There's too much to unpack here. I know. Where in New York? I lived in Brooklyn for just a little bit until I ran out of money. Yeah, well, I was that's really stupid. That's the story of moving to Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm pretty still pretty stupid, but like, man, I was really stupid <laughs> when I was 25. All right, so hold on. <laughs> so, ma- so left the church, people. Yeah, got married, moved to Brooklyn, got divorced, got divorced, left Brooklyn. Yeah. All right, what year are we now? I mean, I'm not even. We're like in rainbows, just dropped. Oh. 2008. Okay. Financial crisis. Yes. Yeah. Huge recession. Super into Jeff Buckley. Huge recession. Yeah, my man, let's talk yeah. about Jeff Buckley. Dude, I'm playing a I'm playing the tribute show what? in Chicago in November, man, at Uncommon Ground. What? Yeah. What? It's going to be sick, dude. What are you playing? I might play Grace. Holy shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I sent the video last year, but I was a little late because we were on vacation. And they did it at the fucking uh, Metro last year. I don't so know. So the Metro is like where the pumpkins like got really? big, you know? Like it's like one of the, the their their main kind of locally kind of like clubs play at this one. Uh, yeah. Big one, you know? Yeah. And uh, they're not doing it at the Metro this year, which is totally fine. But uh, I have to do it because Jeff was just my guy. You know, him and Tom York, probably top two. I mean, I, I, I wanted, you know, and I say, tangent, Dave Matthews, always and forever. Got, fell off of his, old, his older stuff, but his first three records. That guy, like, taught me so much shit about guitar mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so taboo to say, like, oh, man, fucking Dave Matthews, man. It's like, I have think, you ever seen those guys play music? Yeah, exactly. They're fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> Go no. to a show and tell me you didn't have a good time. Right. No, I, I, I think Dave Matthews is like our generation's Jimmy Buffett in a way. Yeah. Like you, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, that's and, not bad. But if you can't see the value of it, and I think then you're just a hater. It's like those people that say yes. they don't like the Beatles. I'm like, what right. are you talking about? Right. You're just trying to be or make me mad. Or Radiohead. It's like, well, right. that that band, these bands have so many different gears. Mm-hmm. It you can't say that. No, they listen to like two Radiohead songs. Like, on well, they heard some, Creep ear, earbuds or something. They heard decided, Creep yeah. and then they heard something else and they're like, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And I get that, man. But to write off a band, even a band. Like Dave Matthews and and I, bro, I was, I was in Germany in 1994, 95, did a post-grad year. And there was a club that my homie, like another American in this little tiny town in Germany, and we would take the train to Cologne to see bands. One of the bands I saw in 1994 was Green Day. Nice. In this tiny fucking club. And Dookie had dropped, Mm -hmm. right? And I mean that figuratively <laughs> and spiritually. Also, I shit my pants. <laughs> Sorry. Obvious jokes. But, so I got to see Green Day touring in a tiny German club. Prime. I, I, I bro, I staged dope. Yeah, I was a, I was a, I was a child, right? Yeah. I had no. I've done that. Cares, physical health, mental yeah. health. I was like, I'm jumping off this stage right now. I also saw in this same club, uh, Bush. When uh, 16 Stone. Yeah. A great record. Alien. My favorite song on that album. A bunch of a bunch of great songs on yeah. that record. Saw them there, you know. And I think it was the Bush show. This is funny. Two very short anecdotes. And I swear to God, it'll, it'll go back to you. Nah. I get to this I'm club. done with me. I get to this club. And I know the guy. For some reason, he, like, un- he sees me. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, hey, man. He's like, hey, uh, this band, like, last week just, just played here. Here's a promo CD. It's like an EP um, from their last record. They just played here. I don't know. Do you want it? It was Dave Matthews. And it was like five cuts from Under the Table and Dreaming. Yeah. And I had never heard anything like it. Mm-hmm. And and so I go, oh, yeah, sure, man. I put it in my cargo shorts. I'm sure I was wearing cargo shorts at yeah. that time. And I, I watched Bush and I was like, ah, oh, Bush, you know, fucking 16 Stone and Vaseline and all this shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. Or not maybe Vaseline. What was it? Uh, glycerine. Glycerine. Vaseline was uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Yes. And then and then like 15 minutes later, cat comes up. I'm 18 years old. I'm an American in Germany. What do I know? He goes, Hey man, no. I'm Bush. 
a Gavin. Do you want some weed? Yeah. Do you have any contacts? Gavin Bush needs weed, and I see you're wearing cargo shorts. And, like, I know what's in those cargo shorts. I'm like, bro, I was not, I did not smoke weed at that time. And I was like, no, bro, but, I, you know, I'll ask some folks. You know, he's yeah. like, nah, man, all right, yeah, see you later. Anyway, so that was my, that was my, uh, fuck, where, where, do we, where do we start with that? Was that Green Day at this club or? Oh, it was the Dave Matthews Ju- thing. Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews thing. All right. So I you're at a club. To, I swear to God. And this guy hands you a seat. No. This, you're at a club. You're wearing cargo shorts. I guess like some an cargo idiot. shorts. Yeah. And this guy hands you a Dave Matthews cut of some shit that's yeah. coming out soon. EP. Yeah. EP. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Of Under the Table. And I'm like, this is incredible because I was a huge James Taylor fan. Yeah. And he was playing an acoustic guitar primarily. And a lot of the bands in the early 90s did not. Like, yeah. I loved... Alice in Chains, Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, but 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 acoustic guitar was yeah. like a thing of the past. It was yeah. like folky. Well, but that. I, but I was a big James Taylor fan. So and the instrumentation with the with the violin and it just and, and Carter Beaufort is a fucking bad motherfucker. Yeah. So I'm thinking, wow, this. I literally had this. Thought, I was like, wow, this is gonna do. He, it this was is brand he's, new. He's gonna do something. Yeah. It to was, Dave Matthews, this is. An 18-year-old's thought, yeah. Dave Matthews is going to do something. Well, like, you, fucking, well, yeah. You're right. I mean, no, yeah. no one had ever done that. Like, people look back now and scoff at that band, but, like, they were, like, no one was doing that, no. dude. And, like, no. he was so charismatic. Yes. And, like, like the, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, whatever. Dave Matthews no. rules. Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking in. I don't care what anybody says. I did now, has he released a bunch of bangers in the last few years? Maybe not. Maybe not. But that's all right. That's all right. That's fine. That's everyone, fine. Everyone is allowed. Yeah. Everyone is allowed to just tour and make money and have a fucking good time. Hell yeah. Wish I was doing that shit. Writing fucking space between. Right. You know, I wish I wrote space. I hate that song. Wish I wrote it. <laughs> Get that mailbox money, man. Come on. All right. So, all right. So, let's catch up. Yeah. 2000s. Uh, yeah, I was in You're Brooklyn. You're all over the place. I'm, dude, my, it's, it was really insane, like, this whole thing. But the thing, the, the main thread was always, like, I needed to get better at music. And I wasn't ever, like, I'm gonna be famous. Like, it wasn't like that. It's just, like, I needed to get good. Yeah. I needed to get good. And, like, so I just tried to, like, anytime I heard, you know, something that I liked, I tried to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, really do it. Like, play the thing the way it was, it was, you know, sing it the way it was meant to be sung and, like, Jeff Buckley, like, literally, like, I couldn't sing. I was an all right singer, but, like, I tried to do all of the shit he was doing, mm. you know, and mm. I couldn't. But what do they say? It's, I hate this expression because if you shoot for the moon, you'll oh. reach the stars, which is, you know, you know what they mean? That, mm. that doesn't actually make sense. Right. Because you miss the moon and now you're floating out yeah, in space. Now like, you're, yeah. It's a terrible quote. But if you if you try to do the perfect thing, you're going to get real good, you yeah. know? So, like, I, and I'm, yes, I am saying I'm real good. What's up? No. What's up, man? Uh, <laughs> um, but I, that was my goal, was to, to get good. So you got hip to that first record. Grace? Yeah. Yeah. The, the live at Shanae was the thing that did it. The, li- the So you live. hit, you got that before Grace? I liked Grace, but what really threw me was, like, he was like Jimmy Page and Robert Plant, like, rolled into one guy, you know? 
Like it was insane. I what I actually the first thing that got me was his live in Chicago DVD that actually was mm-hmm. at the Metro, mm-hmm. and like mm. that thing. It took a while to sit to sink in because when I first saw him, I was like, "This guy's out of his fucking mind." Like, what mm. is he doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like, like what the hell? And like, but just gradually, like it got a hold of me, and like, but like deeply, you know, the way that everybody's got that, you know, that that artist that just gets them. So that was the artist that inspired a vocal approach, but also a guitar approach? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I bought the Telecaster, and I bought a tube amp, and right. I'm like, all right, let me see if I can recreate some of these tones, and like... Oh, my God. You know, like, that's what, I mean, that's what it is. That's why music's so cool, man, because it's like, you see these people doing stuff, and it, like, actually pulls you in towards something good, you know, because you just want to... You want to have that feeling, you know, yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. 95 was when I found Jeff Buckley. And if he is not the top influence of me vocally, he's number two. Dude, like, hell it, yeah. It's either Jeff Buckley or James Taylor. Like, those those are my motherfuckers. Hell right? yeah. And I I know where I was sitting when I saw... Laska, the Laska by video. Yeah. It was in my host family's home <clears throat> in Aachen, Germany in 1995. And this is pre-everything, right? So I wrote it down. I had to wait for the credits. And I wrote down Jeff Buckley, Laska by. And I go home, you know, after the year of being away. I go to my local record store. And I'm flipping through the CDs and the records. And I find it. I'm like, oh my God, this is a fucking, this is a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I get it, and again, I take it home, and I devour it, and I I lose myself. I can give you a couple records that you you just, you are all fucking in from front to back. There's there's no fat. Masterpieces. It's clean, decisive, like intentional, beautiful, terrifying, and... That is that like Jeff is such a huge influence on me. Yeah, nice. I'm so psyched. I didn't to, know that, man. That's I'm awesome. I'm so psyched to hear you say yeah, that. Yeah, dude, cool. We're yeah. fucking best friends now. We're, 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 <laughs> and I and I have a. I'm already like I got a thousand videos. I got to send you. I got a book. I'm gonna send you home with to read. I got all this shit, man. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Jeff Buckley. Fuck. Uh, and I remember early on when I moved here. I would try to get through Lover, You Should Have Come Over. That that song to me is a, th- one of the most complete songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, dude. Sentiment, yes. approach, it's, instrumentation. I just like, I challenge anybody on earth to play that song live yeah. and come anywhere near what he was able to do with that song. In that band, it's in that band, and it's 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 really I don't. To me, he he's he's an ape, he's an apex guy. Like he just was, man. Like I don't know. Like I can't. I'm I'm literally going to send you home with one to two books about Jeff. I got Dream. I read Dream Brother. Okay. Yeah. That's one of them. I got another one though. Nice. Uh, and it and it just and it just speaks to that natural innate thing that he had and. Holy shit, man. Oh, my God. We're going to have so much fun just geeking out on Jeff Buckley. 
because that's like that's my home. That's like, yeah. that's my guy. Yeah, you me know too, what I mean. Man. Him yeah. and York are like my just my top two. And then and then Tom York, you know, we were, we were rapping about Radiohead, and maybe this is a good time to pause um, and listen to your song "Clean." Yeah. Because we did this. It's uh, Yorkie. It's Yorkish. <laughs> There's a touch of the York. A little York in there. <laughs> well, I, I heard it, you know, and I went to your Spotify page and I listened to some of your tunes. That, and Clean really spoke to me. Uh, I got to say, man, production was great. Instrumentation was great. Talk about phrasing. Phrasing was great. I loved the use of of um, like a double vocal and the harmony. and 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 it really, I was like, I feel like I know you and we haven't met. Thanks. So yeah, on this break, that. we're going to listen to Clean and then we're going to talk about it. Cool. Spotify and I was like you know I haven't met Jake I don't even know what he looks like which really. is remarkable because we know all the same folks I know we have a bunch of mutual friends mm-hmm. and you were saying that that's a that was a pandemic tune because you played all the bits yeah that was like um, I kind of came up with the guitar part on a New York excursion thing with my wife um, and where'd you go Went to NYU, actually. There was a songwriting thing that they were doing at, oh, cool. at, at NYU. And, uh, yeah, I rented a guitar. And, and and the funny thing is the first chord of that song, I was actually just dinking around in the in the hotel, you know? And I was going to play, I was just going to play Heart of Gold, you know? Uh-huh. But one of my fingers was in the wrong spot. Ah. And I ended up playing like this B7. Uh-huh. But for whatever reason, on this particular guitar, it sounded really good. Yeah. You know? And so I was just dinking around and then I, I came up with most of the guitar. And then, it, you know, we were, I was kind of brought that into the songwriting uh, th- thing that we were doing there. And 
you know, they had us try to write lyrics for it and the lyrics weren't any good, you know, so we didn't do anything with it. But I mean, we, we performed it actually with Michael Jackson's old drummer. No kid showed up and fucking played that song with us. So this was just like a symposium, like a songwriter symposium. Yeah, it was like a two-week kind of songwriter thing, you know. Cool. And uh, you know, with some cats, you know, guys that are in, yeah. And uh, that was it. Was you know, it was cool. It was you know, would I do it again? Probably not. But it was it was a good experience. Nice being in New York. Yeah, and, always you know, very inspiring. Yeah, I I mean I love that place. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, fucking Michael Jackson's drummer told me I had good rhythm. It's one of the greatest, like that's probably a mic- the greatest compliment I've that's ever. That's a received mic drop right there. You're like yeah. I'm out. I, he, like, I, I'm cool. He now. asked me to put my phone number in his phone. And <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Are you a teacher?" And I'm like, "No, I'm a student or whatever," <laughs> and I don't live here. <laughs> I was like, fuck, should I leave my <laughs> wife and move to New York? <laughs> this might be the, my one chance, you know? Yeah. So uh, anyway. Um, but well, it, What is the line? What is the line that I love? Is it the pre-chorus or maybe it is the, the, the chorus line? Do you remember? Do you, Which well, I don't know. It's uh, like we, 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 we came in clean or we. Oh, is it sense? But uh, shit, I don't know. The. Spent, spent, uh, we're going in clean. Yes. Send special forces, we're going in clean. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. We're going in clean. Yeah. The whole idea behind that, the lyrically, which I ended up doing later, was like, I just felt like there was a lot of confusion. And I just, and I just wanted the, the word clean to me was just like, just clean up. Let's clean, let's clean this shit up. I mean, yeah. I, you know, maybe you shouldn't fucking talk about what your songs are about, but no, the, no. I mean, you, you know, know p- you draw the curtain as as far as you can because you know. everyone's process is so different, and you know whether it's whether you know as you say you you fuck up a chord. I, yeah. I, I I can give you a number of examples of mine where it's like I thought I was doing this, I was not doing this, mm-hmm. and it created something. Yeah. So fumbling into a song. Fumbling into a lyric, mm-hmm. we're coming, we're going in clean. Yeah. Like I don't know, something that just resonated. I was like, yeah. "Man, that's a fucking." I don't even know what it means, but yeah. I'm fucking way in. Well, thanks, man. the The thing about it was, I was just pretty mad. I was just pretty mad because, like, I mean, it's still going on. It's just so much bullshit flying around all the time, and uh, you know, there's just so much. I mean, this basically, I don't know. I was watching a lot of like live streams of like. The fucking George Floyd riots. Yeah. Like, you know, in lockdown, just on a bed, you know, right. after my wife went to sleep, you know, I'm just like watching this guy walk around, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just sitting in my house in Tempe, you know, and I'm like, right. I don't know. So, and then, you know, obviously we don't, don't want to get into it, but all the Trump shit. And I was just like, man, like this, this, all of this shit sucks. And I tend to write about stuff that just pisses me off like uh-huh. that's kind of what i do you know um so you know the opening line like the ugliest fucker you ever did see yeah um i just i don't know man um it, yeah. it's just like the the muddy the muddy the you've muddied the waters we're going and clean it was just kind of like yeah. i was just trying to like you know, my basic rule of thumb is if I'm feeling a certain way, there's other people that are feeling a certain way. And if I'm feeling really strongly about something, it might be a good idea to to write it and sing it, you know? Huh. Because I think a lot of people, they don't, you know, that's, I mean, 
I don't say it's my job, but like if I have a job, you know, it's kind of like say the thing, man. Fucking say it. Really say it. Say it, dude. Because like no one else wants to say it, you mm. know, because they mm. don't want. I don't know. That's a but that's a tough position to put yourself in, right? Because no one, you know, including yourself, like no one asks for this job. Mm-hmm. Like my job shouldn't be to synthesize or process what the what the world is going through like is that really my job or is my job to make songs that i'm excited to sing every night and celebrate like i'm t- am mm-hmm. i entertaining you yeah. or am i fucking like engaging you on a emotional yeah. spiritual philosophical level like what's my job yeah. you know and i mean just for me personally <clears throat> nothing about that era was inspiring mm-hmm. i wanted nothing to do with it yeah and i i I, it's completely understandable. Uh, there was nothing that. Yeah. I, uh, what am I gonna say? Yeah. You know, it's sure. like it's almost too fucked up. It's so to it's, put into yeah. words. And who am I? And yeah, why? And, and, like, everyone said just, it before. A thousand people have said I it before. Can I just do my thing? Can yeah. I just go have fun again yeah. and make music for people that who want to hear it? You yeah. know, like I didn't realize that that song came out of that particular moment in in that visceral reaction yeah. to that thing. Well, the line when when I'm like, you know, seize them, cuff them, string them upside down. How amenable are you now? You I know? love that too. Was like, the, the 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 phrasing of amenable, like, man, I gotta tell you, I was like, I was like, this is a fucking, this is a tune, homie. Like, thanks, man. I, no, I was like, it really. It, it made a ton of sense to me. To just, me, there's just no other fucking. It's just like, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, how are we letting these motherfuckers just run around doing whatever the fuck they want? You and, know, and, and we're like, fighting for scraps. Yeah, you know, that's and it's the like, thing what that, are we doing? And it's like, I'm sitting in here. You know, I'm yeah. pissed off. I'm not. I can't do anything about it. You know, it's like, whoa, I got one thing I can do. I bought this fucking computer, and I got these monitors, and I built these <laughs> these fucking, you know, sound traps. You know, it's like, right. all right, I could do one thing. I could right. write a song that I actually give a fuck about. Right. That actually set. You know, I can say what I mean. And that's that. That's all it was. I just wanted to say what I really meant, you know. But yeah, but I mean, hats off to you because I lacked words at that moment. Yeah, it sucks. I, you know, I it's just, so hard. I, I had nothing it's so to hard. say. And everybody's saying different shit all the time. This doesn't have to become a podcast well, no, about politics. But no, no, it's it's not about politics. It's, yeah. it's about our shared experience yeah. and how you how you got through it, how I got through it, mm-hmm. and the differences there. The, the, but what but where we find common ground, mm-hmm. you know, I think is that we had to create something. We had to do something. We had to, whether it was write an original song or do live streaming or start a fucking podcast or whatever, like we had to do something and mm-hmm. we were not allowed to do much yeah. of anything. Yeah. At least the things that typically brought us joy. Yeah. Uh, money, you know, paid our bills and all that shit. You could live stream from your living room. Your yeah, room that's what that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean that's what we that's what nice. we did everything we could, it, it, throwing a bunch of shit at the wall and yeah. and maybe we'll get through this. But synthesizing that moment, man, I I I, I really honestly wanted nothing to do with it. I was like, yeah, I get it. I I, I know that someone else in this world will and that was you and <laughs> and and i'm man i'm a fan of that of that track and Thanks. the the production is great and the fact that you know you did you you cut it all 
uh, in your home studio is very impressive because it sounds, all the sounds are great. It's mixed very well. Like a lot of times, man, you hear these songs and the mix is a little fucked and you're like, man, if you just, whatever. Shout out to to Nico Essig who uh, finalized the mix on that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, it sounds, it sounds incredible. Jake, uh, Jake Ryder. Yeah. What's, what's next uh, for the big guy? (laughs) Um, well, I got a I got a little toddler guy mm. who's running around talking. What's, uh, what's his name? Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny, be good. Okay. Um, yeah, man, he's he's amazing. I, it's I, I I'm trying to care about other things, but I <laughs> he, he's kind of the cool, all consuming. He's the coolest thing ever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like really. Yeah. So I just like everything else. Just it just gets a little dimmer you know yeah. um which is a little scary and disorienting at first but he's just so fucking cool man yeah um so and just trying to trying to do the good dad stuff um i'm doing a, a fender band jam with uh, my buddy rick hines who you've had oh, on the yeah. podcast uh we're doing rick about, is awesome yeah he's the man dude we were in a band some magical animal together he no was, shit he was the lead guitarist in that band um rick is awesome yeah, he's the shit super nice guy very talented obviously um so we're we're doing seven grunge tunes at cactus jacks um on uh i should probably have a little date here boobity bop it's in november and it's on november 10th okay so we're doing that um i'm doing the little buckley thing i'm gigging in chicago in chicago so so how did you get get connected to that gig yeah so uh i sent a i it popped up on my insta because i had been following them on instagram Uh and it popped up last year when i was on vacation and you know i i i I had an old band video of us doing grace hold on you're doing yeah for real yeah yeah, doing it. Fucking doing it. Shit, man. I mean, I, you know. If I busted out a guitar right now. Yeah, I could probably do it. Could you give me a taste? Mm-hmm. All right, pause. Wait in the 
Well, that was awesome. Thanks. I'm very envious that you get to go to fucking Chicago and celebrate, Jeff. Yeah. It's going to be it's gonna When be is cool. it? Um, it's the, the week after I do the band jam thing. So the, like the 17th and 18th, I think. Of November. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Man. That's going to be sweet, man. That guy was awesome as fit. Yeah. Um, well, all right. So where can people hear uh, your stuff? Yeah, um, the, the, uh, jakegrider.com or Spotify or Apple or wherever. Yeah. And uh, I had a band called Some Magical Animal, which uh, a lot of my kind of older originals, the super angsty ones, mm. those are all those are all under uh, the Some Magical Animal band there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. And 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 you play around town and. Yeah, I play at Fibber McGee's Irish Pub every Thursday. I host an open mic at uh, Bell's Nashville Kitchen on Tuesdays. In Scottsdale. In Scottsdale, old mm-hmm. town there. Old town there. And uh, fucking, and then just a smattering every second Friday, I believe. I'm at uh, the cellar in Awatuki, and I just kind of bounce around wherever else they're gonna give me money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's money. Go here. You're like, okay. Yeah. Great. And then you just hang on to the ones you like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, I know that there's a bunch that we glossed over. I felt like I had to rein it in. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because we could have just gone. Dude, me too. I'm forever, a maniac, and, and, dude. Forever and ever. This was me being measured and, and, and Bro, presentable. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this was me trying to be a professional person. And, by the way... Knocked it out of the park. Thank you. Yes. I mean, you're wearing a collared shirt. You got a hat on. You're wearing your glasses. My, did you see my hat has a hat of the hat on it? I know. That's, it's super meta. About and that? it's like, it's too deep for me <laughs> to even uh, fucking approach. No, I feel I like... buy all my clothes on the internet now. Just I, They're all meme <laughs> shirts. I have a shirt that says, "Great uh, Grateful Dead shirt with a skull on it and tie-dye, but it just says that <laughs> on it. <laughs> There's a lot of irony in your clothing. Yeah. Yeah. I like making people think, Brian. I, and I'm, I'm one of the... I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a douche. I'm still thinking about your hat, which has a hat on it. Uh, Jay Grider, what, what a pleasure... Dude, likewise. To, ...to finally meet you and hang and, and... I feel like we're friends now. I know. Like, well, well, we were friends before, but now I think officially... Yeah. ...we are friends. I feel like we're best friends. We might be the best of friends. I think so. We both I mean, if you, love Jeff Buckley. Exactly. Like, what are like the, what's yeah. that? Like, what? What else are we trying to do? You Nothing. know, like we could hang and listen to Buckley for hours and still find joy hmm. in each other's company. That was. Was that the sweetest thing I've ever said to you? Yes, given that we've known each other for, for about forty minutes and that. Minute. What's it? Seven two. times 19? Nine times seven. 56? So 70 plus 56? I don't know. I'm not. I told you. Three times four. 12. Nailed it. Yeah. Jake Ryder. Pleasure. Let's, let's not fucking get together and do math. Let's get together and listen to Jeff Buckley and celebrate. Uh, how that motherfucker uh, completely changed our lives. Indeed. Anytime. Would love to. My man. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Cheers.